Welcome to After the Bell Podcast, episode 18, Hump Day Happenings. Hump Day! That was the sound this morning in my grade 6 classroom. No, the day did not start with, hello, Mr. Doyle, or good morning, Mr. Doyle, or how's it going, Mr. Doyle? It was simply this. Hump day. Now, I got to admit, it caught me off guard. I definitely laughed. For those of you that don't know, hump day refers to Wednesday because it's kind of the middle of the week. So episode 18 of After the Bell podcast. After the student who will remain nameless. Episode 18, hump day day happenings. Thanks again for joining us. Another episode of After the Bell. Again, you can follow us on Apple Podcast or on Spotify. Make sure you rate us five stars. I think something about if the more five stars you get, the more the podcast is advertised. So go ahead and do me a solid rate it five stars. Drop a comment or a review and Hopefully, it will skyrocket. Before we dive into things today, just a disclaimer. We may or may not have a guest on the podcast today. So driving home today, this is a hump day, aka Wednesday, I I did have a guest lined up, uh, but... Not sure if I'm going to record or not tomorrow. I might pr- push this person back to next week. Biggest reason why is I I just kind of feel like talking and I don't I'm not sure why that is. I think it's March, the the weather's getting nicer and I just feel like I just feel like I can gab for a long time today. So if you're looking for a guest today, you may not be getting that. You might just be getting the words from from yours truly, Mr. Doyle, and I just have a lot of great grade six stories. It's been a pretty eventful, I would say, last couple weeks, and we'll dive into those things a little bit. Again, you can follow us on our Instagram account at after.thebell. Drop us a message if you want to be a future guest on the episode, if you have a memorable teaching story, if you just kind of want to catch up and say what's going on, definitely let us know. We are going to move on to what I'm going to call probably the most touching hands-up section or segment. I'm still getting those words mixed up, as some of you keep pointing out. I think think we'll go with hands-up segment, but I will probably call it section another day hands up again goes into our instagram account uh, for dm messages comments and stories and again this this week kind of takes the cake it was i think on the weekend I, i received this message from from a former guest of after the bell podcast and i will end the suspense and tell you his name is david van david v We'll, go, we'll call him Dave from Edmonton. But uh, yeah, he really kind of 
put a lot of things into perspective for us. So without further ado, it's time for our hands up segment. I think I called it segment, so hopefully I don't have to edit that out. Our hands up segment today comes from David. And it refers to actually episode 17 of After the Bell podcast, Coffee with Cade. Again, thank you very much, Cade, for joining us on the podcast. It was definitely from the heart. And David writes about this in his hands up today. I love listening to episode 17 with Cade. I was cleaning the house while listening, and I realized that I now know what I love about this podcast. Every teacher that you have on has a chance to share their passions. You can tell that each teacher connects with different students and groups because of their passions in and out of the classroom. Those connections are what makes school great. Thanks, Murray. And yeah, that that is just a great comment, DM message from David. Thank you, David, for the kind words. And I totally agree. As I go through this, you know, I, I obviously started this just to connect with people. The pandemic's been really crazy for that. But I'm definitely, as I'm listening back to the episodes, I'm definitely seeing some of my colleagues in a different way. The thing that people that need need to realize, and maybe, the, maybe more for the people that aren't teachers that are listening, is that, at least for me, like teaching – Teaching kids is awesome. I love kids. I love working with kids. I, I enjoy and get a lot out of it. It's very rewarding, fulfilling. But some of the hardest hardest things are not being able to connect with colleagues right now, whether you want to call it water cooler talk or just kind of in the hallways. At least, at least for most schools, you know, they're kind of working on a bit of a cohort system where they're 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 restricted. It's it's a lot. It's a lot uh, of just you and the kids right now. And in teaching, I guess, has always been that way. But I, I'm really feeling it more this year. So, yeah, I I think sometimes I, I take for granted just all the great colleagues that I've had, either at previous schools or even as a substitute starting off or just colleagues that I've connected with through whether it's PD days or teachers conventions or through extracurriculars or, or whatever it is. But I definitely echo David's words. I think that I at least think of school as kind of a mini society with lots of different people, just like our normal society is. It's kind of a microcosm, I think that's the right word, of of society, that school. So within that school, you have a lot of diversity, obviously just a lot of different, different people, different kinds of people. And... I think the cool thing about schools and I think the cool thing about for students, at least about teachers, is that there really is a teacher for everyone. And whether it's an obvious connection or not, maybe not, but there's definitely there's definitely someone there for any kid, uh, I would I would say without question. And you know, whether it's whether it's uh like Cade talking about that drama ELA background. He's done a lot of work with big productions like that, whether it's any one of our, our phys ed, you know, strongholds that have been on our podcast that, 
you connect with kids outside of school, evenings, weekends, get to know them outside of the classroom, whether it's maybe that shop teacher. I was actually thinking the other day, we really need to try to get like a shop construction, uh, fabrication, welding teacher. Cause I think those schools are, those teachers are really, are really cool because those teachers really, really see some of those kids that are very hands-on and, and, and it's just a totally different avenue that that stream uh, or, you know, just your general homeroom teacher that teaches everything, but that's just that stable person, um, I guess, in, in their life. So I, I definitely agree with David and David, I really appreciate the kind words. Obviously, you know, I, I got thinking the other day, someone asked me, like, what do you, what are you really getting out of this podcast? And, and I was like, well, what do you mean? And then they, they kind of said, well, like, are you, are you wanting like lots of people to listen to? Like, is that a big priority to you? And I, I kind of paused for a minute. I think naturally you want people to listen. You know, you, you're putting time into it. You're putting work into something. So yeah, for, of course you want people to, to listen, but yeah, when I read that from David, uh, I was actually with Natasha uh, in the kitchen, and I was just kind of like, "Wow, this is this is a cool comment from from a great person that I know." And I don't want to say it validated the podcast because it's really been more of a reaching out thing for for me, trying to connect with people and and try to stay in touch with people. But something like that, I, you definitely read it and say, "Hey." That's cool. I'm glad that at least someone's kind of connecting with it. And, and again, what we're hearing lots of cool perspectives on about teaching in, in lots of different ways and from lots of different teachers in, in all sorts of different fields. So again, thanks a lot, thanks a lot David, for that, uh, that great hands up segment today. We're gonna warm up. I mentioned that I feel like gabbing a lot or talking a lot. It's been a crazy week uh, in grade six at my school. Like most of you, the weather's the weather has turned for the better. Knock on wood. And yeah, spring fever is definitely in the air. Uh, we we actually celebrated a big win in my classroom uh, in the month of of February and that was the golden garbage can award. Now, before anyone tries to take a guess of what the golden garbage can is, I'll give you a few seconds to think about it. Golden garbage can award. Think about kids in a school garbage can. I'll wait a few more seconds. So the golden garbage can at my school, is basically a monthly award given out to different hallways in our school. Obviously, this is my first kick at the can, no pun intended. And it's, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of new into my current school community, but I guess they've been giving this award out for a while. And it's really cool. Like they, how do I describe it? So basically at the assembly, which we've been doing virtually, they, they hand out this garbage can for the classroom that's 
like the neatest or the tidiest. So if you guessed that, you're the correct winner today. So congratulations. And yeah, they basically give it to the room that's the, the cleanest and the tidiest. And it's really cool because the kids are super pumped about it. And basically what it is, our custodians who shout out to the custodians this year more than ever before, but at my school and my previous school were just rock stars. Some of the best people I know in a school, uh, again, maybe a custodian in the near future on After the Bell to kind of give us their perspective. But anyways, we they basically have this golden garbage can. Like it's a garbage can that's like either painted or spray painted on uh, with gold, gold coloring. And on it, it says like you're the, at least for ours, it's the division three. So grade six, seven, and eight. Uh, golden garbage can and it's cool because the custodian and, and an administrator usually they actually bring down the the go golden garbage can and inside of it inside of this golden garbage can are a variety of bags of potato chips and how do I describe how pumped the kids are like think about like the Stanley Cup of schooling like event. It's like every kid wants to win this. You know, whether it's whether it's for just the chips itself, it might just be for the chips himself, but maybe it's the pride to an actual golden garbage can. But anyways, long story short, again, I've I've mentioned I'm rambling a lot this episode. You're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of things this week. But our class won it and so we all got chips, teacher included, got a bag of chips. And yeah, I was just kind of bragging rights over the other classes in the hallways. I, I actually, once we emptied it out, I was, I was actually going down the hallway, holding it like the Stanley Cup, kind of going between the classes, the classroom doors and like kissing it. Don't worry, I was wearing a mask and I was following COVID protocols, but I was like holding it up and kissing it with my mask on and like, pretending I had won the Stanley Cup and like all these other kids are like coming at the door, like banging on the door and like they're mad. And you know, I was probably rubbing it in. So I don't know if that's excellent role modeling, but I was pumped to win it. It was our first win. It took, ooh, well, September, October, November, December, January, February, it took a very long time to win it, but we are now recipients of the golden garbage can for the month of February. So any schools that are out there, maybe we have admin listening, maybe we have just colleagues, maybe talk about it with your, with your school bodies and, and just run the idea. The, the kids really buy in and um, I do, I do something else with garbage. It's called the magic piece of garbage, which I'll also get into now that I'm thinking about garbage, but yeah, it's, it's a big deal at our school. So if you're listening to After the Bell and, and you're looking for a, a fun, creative way to get kids up cleaning and tidying up. Now, obviously, it's 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 more designed for the younger grades. I don't know if someone in grade 11 would be as pumped to win the golden garbage can as someone in grade 6 or grade 2 or kindergarten, but it's worth a shot nonetheless. Now, I have to tell you about the magic piece of garbage because it's it was really the ultimate success of why I, I shouldn't say why I won the golden garbage can, why my class won it. Magic piece of garbage works like this. Basically at the end of the school day, 
and I'm shocked that this works in grade six. I've done it with younger kids before, but anyways, it works. So basically magic piece of garbage is that out of all the garbage on the floor, you pick two random pieces of garbage. And if those pieces of garbage end up in either the recycling bin, if it's paper, or the garbage can, if it's actually garbage, those two people who pick up those two items are the winners. So basically you just announce magic piece of garbage. There's two prizes. Usually it's like a chocolate, mini chocolate bar is, is what each person gets. But anyways, magic piece of garbage. You just say that. And the kids starts going crazy trying to find this little piece of garbage. Could be, it could be, uh, I don't know, uh, some notes that someone needs to recycle. It could be. A pudding container it could be a, could be a really tiny item large item could be whatever but basically the two kids that put it in the garbage can or recycle bin are the winners of of said chocolate bar but teacher insider 101 hopefully my class isn't listening the key to this game is you wait until like the very end so that the class just naturally cleans up because you ask a grade six kid to just start picking up garbage, it's probably not going to happen, or at least not how you want it to happen. But as soon as it's the magic piece of garbage, they go bananas and start cleaning up like you've never done it before. Any parents listening to this podcast right now, try it at home and maybe send me a DM if you get luck, have any luck with magic piece of garbage. I mean, there does need to be a bit of a prize incentive Uh positive reinforcement for the kids but if you tried at home and it's it's success let me know let me know anyways teacher insider again you wait until there are basically no pieces of garbage left and you kind of wander your eyes pretending like you're scanning the room the kids are like following your eyes it's i wish i wish i could kind of give you an insider look in my classroom what that looks like but it is crazy how successful it is. So I would like to contribute the golden garbage can win to a magic piece of garbage. But overall, it's been it's been a really good week in terms of cleanliness in 6D during the month of February, at least. So hopefully, we'll keep it up. Moving right along here from possibly the longest warm-up of all time on After the Bell podcast, episode 18, Hump Day Happenings. I mean, kids might have got hurt after that warm-up if it was that long at school, but again, I just felt like talking. Talk, talk, talk. Lots of me talking, so hopefully you're into that. If not, take a hike. Take a hike. We're going to move from our warm-up to our hook segment. Again, I told you got lots to talk about this week. And another big breakthrough for myself is my grade six cohort started our first ever, I'm going to call it COVID bubble after school sports. Maybe I'll from now on call it the CBASS, the COVID bubble after school sports. Sea bass for short. Oh man, it's been a lot. It's been a long week, but we're we're hanging in there. 
So what is the COVID bubble after school sports? Basically, like most schools in Alberta, right? The COVID world has caused a lot of changes to our system. But basically, I, I have a cohort with my grade six class. Again, you've you heard me ramble about the slots. I'm with them all day from start to finish, and I'm basically only with them. So lots of positives in that. I get to know them really well. We can do maybe a lot more things as a cohort as, as compared to if we had more kids involved. Downside is that it makes for some long days. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure they get sick of me. I sometimes get sick of some of them, which is natural, I think, in, in, in this situation. And, and at this age, you usually have options teachers. You usually have extracurriculars. There's, there's usually a lot more interactions with, with all sorts of people. So, uh, but the biggest downside has been, for in, at least in my, in my point of view, is a lot of these kids with the restrictions, they, they don't have a lot to do after school. They, they go home, they maybe watch a show or two, they eat supper, go to bed. And I'm hearing from lots of parents that lots of kids are struggling with, with restrictions and, and not things not happening that, that normally kids get to. So basically wanted to offer this for them. Uh, it's basically just going to be after school sports. I, I probably will just do it maybe once a week, you know, even just for an hour and just try to introduce this some things that normally they would have obviously in a much smaller setting. It's just my class. So we won't have a great number turnout, which, which is kind of a good thing with social distancing and, and the pandemic itself. So yeah, to, I mean, week one, we, we did some volleyball. We set up a volleyball net. I did some skill work with them and then we we played floor hockey on the other side of the gym my school has like a curtain down so i had kids doing both and then we joined up for a bit and then we switched to the other one for a bit but uh it's it's been good to offer those things i've had a lot of support from parents who have just said thank you and and that's nice to hear it's nice to hear those thank yous i think whether you're a teacher or not i mean it's a it's a tough job and it's a thankless job at times. So just how, just hearing people say thanks for, for kind of going above and beyond right now, it's been hard for my, for my kid that that's been really rewarding for me. So I'd love to hear anybody else. If they're doing something similar, send us a message on Instagram, DM us, let us know what you're trying to do to create a better environment for your, for your students. Let us know and, and we'll talk about it on, on the podcast, but selfishly, and I've got to be totally honest, I'm really struggling with my own, I, uh, I guess I don't want to call it physical health. I think it's more me my mental health, but my physical health a little bit. I mean, here in Alberta, at least the, the gyms, the fitness centers, the tracks, the field houses, the rec centers they they haven't been opened in months. And whether you agree with that or not, that's not the that's not the time or place to, to dive into that. But it's it's definitely taking a toll on myself, not having those outlets in a couple months. 
So I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit selfish. I mean, it is a little bit crazy to think that, hey, I can't do those things outside of my school, right? And I, I even told the kids, I said, you know, I'm, I really want to do those things. And the only place I can do it is, is kind of with you guys at school during the school day or after the school day in this case. So I'm definitely getting just as much out of it as, as them. I'm getting to know the kids more and I'm getting to do those things that quite frankly, I, I haven't been able to do for a while. So I'm hopeful that the sea bass the COVID bubble after school sports continues and we can kind of just get rocking and rolling and, and kind of create a bit of a positive thing to look forward to for, for the students and for myself. And yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted about, about the sea bass, which is again, the COVID bubble after school sports 60 this is episode 18, Hump Day Happenings. I'm your guest, Murray. I should have introduced myself. Murray, Mr. Doyle, either one's fine. And we got to move on to our recess segment. So for those of you that are new to the show or need a refresher, our recess segment is kind of our lighter topic conversations where we just dive into basically random thoughts or things going on. This week, we're going to start with what am I watching on TV? I mentioned in previous episodes that Natasha and I have been watching Yellowstone. I actually call it Yellowhead by accident all the time, and it reminds me of the Yellowhead Highway. Shout out to those that know that highway, but I, it's Yellowstone for those those of you that know what I'm talking about. It's on Amazon Prime, and I would definitely give it a watch. It's kind of like a mini Alberta in a way. It's it's based on. Uh, the ranch lifestyle, which I personally don't really know anything about. I never grew up on a ranch with horses or anything like that. I, I frankly don't even really know anyone that has. Natasha is bitten, is at least I'm a previous time in her life has been big into horses, and she has a good friend down south who who is quite big into horses, but yeah, it's kind of a ranch ranching show. It has Kevin Costner in it. So give it a watch. Even if you don't love it, like Kevin Costner is great. Feel the dreams. Great, great flick. But yeah, it's basically a ranching show where he has this like super powerful, really expensive, rich ranch that like controls all of Montana. That's where the show is based, which, which is really cool. I don't know if anyone's ever been to Montana, but it's 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 it kind of reminds me of Alberta. Uh, but it's basically how it uh, it ties into like First Nations groups that also live in Montana and national parks and that want to be built. And it's like how Kevin Costner and the Yellowstone Ranch are trying to maintain their stronghold in Montana. And I mean, I will warning it is it is quite violent quite gory and definitely a little bit dark so i'm going to give it a definitely 18a rating so anyone with children here 
Do not let children watch that show. But for all of the adults listening, definitely give Yellowstone on Amazon Prime a watch. It's been it's been good. I think we're on episode two, season four. I don't want to give any spoilers, but a lot's going on on that ranch, and and it, the ranch is changing. So we'll see what Kevin Costner comes up with in in the rest of the season, and and season three is also on Amazon. So we've been watching that on a much lighter and some would say much stupider stupider whoa let's let's think of a different word than stupider on a much mind numbingly i don't know if that's any better what i'm trying to say is that from the extremes of yellowstone to the simple dramatic feels of the bachelor and the bachelor franchise that that releases the bachelor every monday uh we've been watching the bachelor it is they just had their like the woman tell all where they like basically gather and meet up and just kind of talk about how all the girls are quite dramatic on the show it's the bachelor it's made in the news a lot because there's been some controversy with some of the guests and there's like a black, uh, the first black male lead is my deepest apologies. My cat named biz after one of my favorite podcasts, spitting chiclets Biz nasty. Anyways, my cat biz, I'm not kidding. Word of a lie ran from the other side of the hallway up to the computer desk jumped up and hit the stop recording button mid sentence while it's going over the bachelor, which is devastating because I, I was really, really into it. And I kind of lost my train of thought. So I'll try to recover. I think I was talking about just the bachelor franchise. They have, it's their first like black male lead. And, uh, obviously in the United States, it's a, it's a sensitive time. So some of the contestants have, have i guess been in the news because they've they've been in photos and and they're bringing up a lot of things from their past that is is i guess putting a putting a damper on the on the franchise so it's been it's been a little bit turbulent with with the drama on the show and and now this so for those of you that are listening and and watching the bachelor i think they're maybe an episode or two from, from being done that, but the contrast of the two shows is, is remarkable. We, we watch, we watch uh, Yellowstone and we watch the bachelor. And, and I know lots of people are watching lots of, of TV right now because of, of the pandemic and, and maybe more than ever before, but the contrast is, is, is quite remarkable. So, I mean, you mix those two in with, with the Oilers who are playing every second night as I'm recording this, they have basically just crapped the bed against Toronto the last two games, got shut out twice, and uh, it's hump day, of course, episode 18, hump day happenings on After the Bell podcast. Hump day means Wednesday night hockey, game three, the Oilers in Toronto. I feel like they need this one. So that's basically been what I've been watching, those three things. Uh Throw in some Mr. D. Natasha got me season one and two for 
for Christmas. So I've been watching those again, any teacher that has not seen Mr. D you must get on that train. It is, is great. It's not the most, uh, well put together in terms of like a budget show. It, it's, it's very Canadian CBC content, but it, it's funny. So I've been watching season one too, and anybody that teaches can relate to it. So, so definitely kind of check that out. And I think that's going to wrap up our recess segment. So it's now time for last period of the day, episode 18 of after the bell podcast hump day happenings. Again, I mentioned it was hump day today. It's hump day while I'm recording right now. Hump day means Wednesday, last period on Wednesday. This ties together. Great. Uh, my last period today, today was day three of a four day rotation at my school. And on my last period on day three is options block. I kind of touched on it a little bit. Options we've had to be in our cohort. I feel like that's the that's the magic word. I kind of imagine Pee Wee's Playhouse. You know when they say the like the word of the day, and then the house goes crazy. They're like ah, and then all like like the lights flicker and stuff. But cohort, it's like ah, like that's that's the Pee Wee's Playhouse. So. Hopefully you understand that joke. Otherwise, hopefully you'll come back and listen to another episode. Uh, but anyways, options, ideas. It's we, we have options at the end of the day. And options are, are different this year because I'm running my class only for options. I'd be normally doing a lot of like the phys ed options for lots of classes. But we're trying to keep the cohorts as kind of separate as we can this year obviously in case there would be a case in your class then then less people would be affected but trying to offer a variety of we've done some work with coding we've done some some outdoor games some indoor games we've done some create a game we've done some claymation so that was kind of my last project is is claymation we've done some lip sync battles just like the TV show, we've done some drama games, some improv. What am I missing? We have done a few art things. That is really not a background of mine. Art itself, they've been very mediocre art options, but we have done a few of those. And what else have we done? I think that pretty much covers it from September. We have options usually twice a week, but uh, twice a week for one block, but I'm looking for more ideas. I definitely could could use some some ideas. If anyone has any ideas for options, what I should what I should do, what 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 would be a good idea for a grade six option that I haven't talked about? I'm sure I'm I'm kind of blanking on some other things I've done, but yeah, just send send me a message about some options ideas that you might think someone in grade six would would like because we're still a few more months away i guess four months away crazy we're, we're heading into uh report report card crunch and then parent teacher interviews will be right around the corner as well so it's it's time to to, to get going and, and getting those term two report cards out so shout out to anyone who also has report cards it's a busy time of the year trying to get your comments in and and just making sure you have enough marks and, and you can communicate with with parents so 
shout out to shout out to anyone who's who's wrapping up term two and, and has to do that. But I think if you if you can believe it now, this has been a long episode after the bell episode 18 hump day happenings. What's in store for the rest of my hump day while well, I'm about to go make supper? The Oilers game is going to be on. Natasha's will be home soon. So I'll have to try to quickly whip something up. And that's probably that's probably your evening. Maybe get a run in tonight if possible. But other than that, it's uh, last period was, was kind of short and sweet. And... Again, you can find us on Apple or Spotify. Tell a friend. Tell a couple people. Honestly, I know that sounds like I'm just begging for listeners. Uh, we just want to try to spread it. Uh, podcasts are they're funny that way because you know we 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 listen to a lot of the the popular mainstream ones, but there's actually a lot of of great other podcasts. And you know who knows what's going to happen with this one? Whether we dive into just more teachers, more school staff, more people in education. Maybe we're branching out. Jerry D still has not gotten back to me, so we'll uh, we'll continue on. But yeah, pass this on to pass this on to someone, and maybe just kind of let us let them know what what we're all about. That would be great if you could do that. And again, the five stars rate us. So we can we can grow our audience that way and drop me a comment on on what you think on after the bell so far. What do you like? What don't you like? What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? What do you want to see less of? Let us know on Instagram at after dot the bell. Follow us. It's past three eighteen, and again, thanks for listening. But we're gonna wrap it up with this. Fabulous sound. Class dismissed.